Father, we thank you and we bless you. We give you glory for this morning. We thank you that God, you bring us to another season and another time of a month. Enable me to speak thy word and let's speak God, the simplicity of it. May this message be a blessing, not only unto me, but also unto the hearer. And after I've been spoken, I will be blessed. Your people shall also be blessed. We thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, after going through all the regiment and all the struggles and prayer of July, we want to shift direction a little. Amen. We were dealing with spirit, 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 spirit throughout the whole of July. But now let's um, spare the spirit a while and now deal with uh, issues that matters to us. Amen. So we are going a little divergent uh, from concentrating on spirit to concentrating on self. Amen. And we're going to look at the issues of uh, how we can get God to be a blessing to our life and prosper us the way we want to be prospered in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. So we are looking at seeking material prosperity. Seeking for material prosperity or however. Seeking material prosperity which I believe is the quest for every human being. Everybody's greatest desire is to make material prosperity. Everybody want to have a house, want to own a land, want to have cars, want to have businesses. Everybody want to get a good job. Everybody want to be paid well. Hallelujah. If there's anybody who is not seeking for material prosperity, then I think you are living on the wrong part of the world. Everybody is seeking it. And church, it is the interest of God for us to get material wealth. God is not against prosperity or becoming prospered or getting material blessing. No, God is not against it. As a matter of fact, when you look at God, when he was starting the salvation course through Father Abraham, after he said, and through you shall all the families of the earth be blessed, he had already said, and I will bless you. When he tell Abraham, leave your people, leave your nation, leave your country, and go to Atlanta, I'm going to show you. The first thing he said, and I will bless you. He talked about what? The blessings, and before he talked about the blessings of souls through him. God, having created the whole of the creation, money, trees, everything, then he created man. And he said, and man, have dominion. Take everything, it's yours. So when it comes to material prosperity, it is a desire of God for us to have it. Amen. And I'm trusting God that you shall have it. You'll be blessed and you'll prosper materially. Amen. It is the desire of God. But the question now is, how can we get God to prosper us materially as we want? Because one thing to get prospered by God or from God does not automatically guarantee that God will prosper you or will give you the material things you want. Much as God also wants you to have material blessings and material prosperity, God also looks up for certain things before he blesses us with the material blessings we are looking for. So it's hand in hand. We must fulfill what God wants us to fulfill in order to get 
the blessings we expect from him to give to us as a matter of material. Amen. And we're going to look at some of these things and how we should go about it. Because church, there are certain things it is not received by prayer. Certain things are not received by fasting. I hope you know that. I hope you know that. As a matter of fact, long life does not received by prayer or fasting. If you pray or you fast, that does not guarantee that you live long. The Bible said that honor your parents so that you may live long. That is the provision. So you can fast and pray and bind the spirit of death and the spirit of whatever. If you don't respect and honor the father and the man who gave birth to you, you are cutting short your life. It's as, as, as that. And, and that also refers to anybody who plays or who holds a fatherly or a motherly role. Anybody who can burn you. If you don't give them that honor of parenting, you're cutting short your life. There's no fasting and prayer that can give you money. He's putting his word. Bring you all the tithes and the offering to my warehouse. And see if I will not repeat the devourer. Things that eats and takes your money. I will repeat it. And open the floodgates of heaven and pour down unto you. Blessings such as you can never carry. Hallelujah. So everything we want from God, we want from God that is a, a divine condition of providing it. And when we meet that divine provision, God will settle his part of the game. Amen. But now we want to look at generally from money, from work, from house, from land, from marriage, from children, anything that has to do with material blessings. How can we meet God so that we get it all with the less stress? That is what we are going to look for. Amen. Please give me the scriptures. But Jesus beheld them and said unto them, with men, this is impossible. But with God, all things are possible. Then answered Peter and said unto him, Behold, we have forsaken all and followed you. What shall we have thereof? We have forsaken everything. We have left our mothers, our fathers, our land, our houses, our money. We have left our girlfriends and our boyfriends. All in the name of Jesus. And here we are following you. What are we going to get? How are we going to get girls? How are we going to get boys? How are we going to get marriage? How are we going to get money? How are we going to get our house? We have left everything to follow you. How are we going to get these things? And Jesus said unto them, Very I say unto you, that ye which have followed me, that anyone who is following me, in the regeneration when the Son of Man shall sit in the throne of his glory, he also shall sit upon twelve thrones, Judging the 12 tribes of Israel. So Jesus said, all those who have left everything and are following me, let me tell you. When we go to heaven and I am sitting on my throne, all of you who followed me, you shall also be sitting on thrones. And you shall be judgment. Listen, it means that some of us are going to be kings. So, my God, some politician is going to be a tenant. You are going to be the Igwe. The and the Oga ruler of a throne. And some rich man who has been joking a 
and messing you up. But they are Christians. They will come and you are the ruler of their life. In heaven. Amen. Then he said, and everyone who has forsaken houses. So we have left heaven. Jesus has finished heaven. So he's come down. Anybody who has forsaken houses. Some of us, we've lost our houses because of what? Christianity. Some of us, we don't get a better place to stay. Our landlords ejected us because of Christianity. Oh, brethren, some of us, we lost our friends because of Christianity. Hallelujah. Good friends, we lost them because the kind of life they were leading, it was not pleased to us. So we have to what? Leave their friendship. It's not that they were that evil, no. I have very good friends. But I could no longer. I told you of a friend who gave me his two-bedroom house to enjoy, to stay in. But when I became a Christian, he has to set me out. Just because how he wanted to live and do with the apartment, my presence as a Christian was not encouraging. So, he has to eject me out and then our friendship could not hold as before. We lost brethren. Hallelujah. I lost a good girlfriend who was rich, who was dusted, who had money, who could give me everything. I lost because of what Christ is brethren. We lose all these things for the sake of Christ. All sisters, some of us too, we and our, and our sisters, we are not in good terms. Because of what Christianity. Some of them are in Mozama Disco Christo Church. Some of them are in Islam. Some of them are in Buddhist. And then because we became Christianity and we took after the faith of Christ, we couldn't relate and connect together. Because the faith difference was not in consonance. So we have to lose them. And some of us, Father. Amen. I lost my father, but thank God. We are together again. Amen. Because of Christianity, the mass chased me out. Don't come in. And thank God, I got families who adopted me as a, a, a child. A father and a mother who took me and they nurtured me. They provided food for me, gave me to eat until today. Hallelujah. Until my father finally saw that the decision I took for Christ was worth it. And accepted me back. And, 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 and since then has become my father. And the same has to do with my mother who is no more. Most of us. Or wife. Some of us might also be losing wives and husbands. Because of what Christ. Because of church. Your husband is not in good terms with you. Every day church, church. Every day church, church. Every day church, every day church, Every day, church, every day, church, every day, church, every day, church, every day And you are not. You can't also let go. You and your husband, you and your wife, you are not in good terms just because of church and say, or children. There are some parents, as if there's a civil war between you and your, your, your parent just because of Christ. Don't go to church. You say, I'll go to church. Sometimes you have to sneeze. When we became Christians, we used to sneeze and dodge and go to church. We were not keeping Bible in the house. My Bible was kept in the church. 
So when I go to church, I read all the scriptures I have to read. And when I come home, I come quietly, nicely. On Sunday morning, you know what we do? We decide to go out on Saturday evening. Tell daddy, daddy, we're going to club, we're going to this and that. That one is okay. Then when we go to the out, because we go to other uh, intercessors meeting and we will not come home. We will sleep in the church and go to church on Sunday. So when we are going, we put this student's bag, this tourist bag, and all our church clothing are inside. So that after Sunday, we dress and go to church. Then when we finish, we are coming home in the evening, we change again and then we come. That one, our parents have no problem. Because of Christ. Amen. Or land. Some of us have lost property. We've lost land. Just because of being Christianity. Then he said, for my name's sake, shall receive a hundredfold and shall inherit everlasting life. See what God said? So everything that you receive, you shall receive a hundredfold. That means hundred percent better of it. If you lost a marriage, you shall receive a better marriage. If you lost a relationship, you shall receive a better relationship. If we lost a house, you shall receive a better house. If you lost a friends, you shall receive better friends. That is what God is saying. So anything that we lose because of Christ is not waste. We shall have it again. And the Bible said that with everlasting life, with, that is connecting to the earlier. That in this age, we will be blessed and prosper materially and in the heavens to come we shall also be there and be blessed and prosper materially because there, there are some material blessings in heaven amen then he said but many that are first shall be last and the last shall be first listen to me one of the joy of being Christianity is that you will never be the last it may appear like you are being the last. Things are not working. Your friends are going. Your colleagues are going. They are leaving you. But church, if you can relax, pause, and follow the pattern and go as God wanted, I promise you, you will never be the last. Let them go. Let them run. Let them fasten up. You take your time and follow day by day. And just take the steps as God wants you to take every day and give yourself time. You see that you catch up. You know what God told David? He said, David, pursue. Pursue means follow after them. You just follow after them. He said, when you follow after them, because I've said it and do what I've said it, he said, you shall overtake. You shall overtake and when you overtake them, now recover everything that is yours. So if somebody took your land, you wait, you shall recover and you will buy and buy their own land in addition. Somebody took your house, you will buy and buy their estates. Somebody took your business, you will buy and employ them. That is what it means. Hallelujah. So now let's look at Matthew chapter 6 verse 25. Therefore I say unto you, take no thought for your life. So do not burden yourself too much about your life. Most of us has become ineffective in God because we are thinking too much about our life. My life, my life, my life, my life, my life. And you are put everything God aside is about your life. When your life becomes the major priority for you than the things of God, you are backsliding. Hello? So when your life becomes the major priority for your living than the things
hands of God or than God, you are backsliding. And most of us, our life is the major priority than the things of God. I'm telling you. We will move all mountains because of our life. And we give all excuses when it comes to God. Which is a bigger error. Hallelujah. So it says, give no thought of your life. What you shall eat. All the struggling we struggle, the first reason is what to eat. And I'm sure you know that. That all our toil, all our struggling, all our battles, all our fighting, the prime is first what to eat. Because if you have thousands of whatever and you don't have food to eat, you will see how nonsense those things are. Then, all what you shall drink. He's not talking about Kasaprekun Alombo Bites. Heba Afrik. And then what? I don't even know. I know Heba Afrik. I would say it's a hoodie. What the Kasaprekun? Ne Alombo Ebixia. Your friend is saying. Munim Alogin. No, he's not talking about what to drink. He's talking about what to put inside of you. Amen. It doesn't include water because you know that you shall drink water. But he's talking about test of life. What will quench your test for life? Some of us, there are so many things that we are testing for in life. Besides food to eat, to get strength, to move, there are other things they are tested, desire, a short time desire. So do not think about some of these things. Not yet for your body. So instead for your body, don't think about how to sacrifice your body. Kindness girl. I won't feel patri. Say your body. Do not think about your body. Or what you put on. How, what you will wear. Do not think about it. Don't bother yourself too much. Hallelujah. He said what you shall put on. Is not the life more than meat. It's not your life more than meat. And the body than raiment and your body more important than what to put on and what to enjoy and he said behold the fowls of the air for they do not neither do they reap nor gather into barns yet your heavenly father feed them and are you not much better than they are you not much better than bears have you, you seen any bed going for market before have you seen bed kitchen have you seen the animal who live in a pen Do you know the name of an animal who lives in a pen? It's, it's called a coco. That is our latest discovery in the all night. That a coco lives in a pen. Which of you, by taking thought, can add one cubit into his stature? You see, by thinking about your life and my life, what will I eat? What will I drink? What will I sleep? And then, oh, eh, 
your height. Hello? What is trying to say that by thinking about all these things, can you make your life better? So you are worrying yourself. And why take you thought for remnant? Consider the lilies of the field. How they grow. They toil not. Neither do they spin. Flowers. How they grow. They don't, a flower don't suffer or struggle to grow. Amen. And yet I say unto you that even Solomon in his glorious was not arrayed like one of these. Last one. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you or ye of a little faith? Let's look at 33, 6.33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added. So God said, all these things we have mentioned, from house to children, to marriage, to husband, to wife, to money, to work, to land, to whatever, what to wear, what to eat, forget about all these things and seek after the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Seek after them with faith and see if God will not add all these things unto you. Hallelujah. And the kingdom of God and his righteousness is deep. Hallelujah. That means that anything that is connected to the kingdom of God, you must seek after those things first. And God will take care of all the material prosperity you are waiting or you are willing for. Amen. Now church, we want to look at the kingdom. How to gain material prosperity from God. We want to look at it. Because he said, you shall seek you have to seek for the kingdom of God. That if you want all these things, you must seek for the kingdom of God and his righteousness. How do you seek? The best way to seek for the material blessings or the kingdom of God, he said number one is seeking for the kingdom of God and seeking for the righteousness of God. The kingdom of God is referring to the interest of God. What are the interests of God? The righteousness of God is talking about the right ways of God. So if you want material prosperity, seek for the interests of God. What are the interests of God? What are the right ways of God? How does God want me to go about things? What does God want me to concentrate my life on? Those are the things that enables us to get all the material prosperity we are looking from God. Hallelujah. And now, the three ultimate interests of God that we must seek, which is the kingdom of God, that we must seek and the right way to go about them is what we are going to look at. Number one is the salvation. Number two is prosperity. And number three is eternity. So if you are looking for material blessings, these are the things you must concentrate your life on. These are the things you must seek in the right way. Of God, and when you seek these things in the right way of God, you are sure that God will also prosper you materially. Amen. 
verse 16 to 18. I hope everybody know it. Coffee, you throw it for us. Because if you say we should say it right now, some will be saying Arabic. Some of us we have forgotten. John chapter 3, verse 16. Ah, what is it? Is it the, the, the one that said the Lord is my shepherd? Or is it the one which of which of which of which of them are forgotten? Okay, let me remind you. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. 17. For God sent not his son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. 18. He that believeth on him is not condemned but he that believeth not is condemned already because he had not believed in the name of the only begotten son of God. Hallelujah. The Bible said that the first interest why God has to let his son come onto the earth to die and perish is that everybody must have the opportunity to be saved. That is the first. Listen, God is not interested in your prosperity first over your salvation. And God is not interested of the prosperity of me over your salvation. If God is going to prosper you, he's prospering you because I will be saved by you. Hallelujah. So it says, seek ye first the salvation of all men. Seek ye first the kingdom of God. And the first interest of the kingdom of God is the salvation of all people. That is why he delivered, he sent and he brought his son that he didn't come to die only for you. But he came to die for the entire world that we must be custodian of the salvation of other people. Hallelujah. Do you know that wealth is created by God, generated by human beings and transferred by people? I hope you know that. The wealth that you are looking for, the blessings you are looking for, the prosperity you are looking for, it was created by God. But it is generated by other human beings. And it is passed on from one person towards you through people. And the best way to get the people that can be a blessing to your life and there will not be any sorrow is to win people for God. If you win right people, God will win right people for you. Hallelujah. And as we come a little down, you understand that when you win people for God, when you stand in for people to be saved, what God will do for your life. Let's look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 7 to 9. 1 John chapter 3, verse 7 to 9. Let's look at what God said. Say, little children, let no man deceive you. He said, let what? No man deceive you. He that doeth righteousness is righteous. So anyone who seek after the righteousness of God is what? Righteous. Anyone who seek for the salvation of other is saved. Then he said, even as he is righteous, hates. He that committed sin is of the devil. For the devil sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested that he might destroy the works of the devil. Say, so listen to me. I want everybody to be righteous. The people who seek righteous are righteous. Just as God is righteous. But there is people who also live in sin. 
and they are of the devil. And the reason why God let Christ to come is that he would destroy the works of the devil, the works of sin. So that nobody can live in sin, but all of us can have the son of God and be saved. And it is the responsibility of you and I. Amen. If we don't think about the salvation of people, let me tell you, nobody's going to think about it. Some of us, our fathers are not saved. Our mothers are not saved. Listen to me. One thing that I beat my head every day is my father. He is growing. He is growing. He's becoming weaker. The last time I saw him, the man is now weak. And any moment from now, he can be called. And the question is, up till now, the guy is still stubborn. Still stubborn. He doesn't want to accept the gospel. He will tell you he know. He will tell you he believe it. He will tell you understand it. But to give his life for the redemption Christ, he will not. Because he believed in ancestral worship. Ancestral belief. And church, there are some of us, our very good friends, our very good colleagues, our very good neighbors, they are unbelievers. They are walking in sun. But the Bible said that the people who can do that work are the people who are righteous because they are the righteousness of God and they must seek the righteousness of others. Listen to me, we shall come there later. If you are doing what the unbelievers are doing, how can you convince them? How can you convince them? Amen. They are stealing in the office, you are stealing. They are fighting in the office. You are fighting. Hallelujah. I know you think I'll go the other side. I won't go there. Because that is the common. But those things are not the, 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 the bigger issues. The little, little issues. They are standing on the street. And fighting. 